an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey, everyone. I just wanted to point out that this episode that you're listening to right now is actually from our spinoff podcast, The Lead Starting Five. That is our daily 10-minute sports news show. That show has its own feed with new episodes publishing there every Monday through Friday. And we'll keep airing episodes here on The Lead's feed on Mondays just to introduce more people to that show. So go check it out and subscribe if you like it. All right, here's today's episode. Knock it in for a round of 69 and a four-shot win. From sunrise to sunset. Rom wins the Masters Marathon. John Rahm endures a lengthy Sunday slog in Augusta and pulls on the green jacket for the second time. After a wild final day of the NBA regular season, the play-in tournament is set. And the Boston Bruins make NHL history with a record-setting win, but they're not done yet. From Wondery, I'm John Gonzalez. And I'm Tiff Oshinsky. It's Monday, April 10th, and this is Starting Five. Five sports stories to start your day. All right, we begin today's episode in Augusta, where John Rahm endured quite a long day to win the 87th Masters, his second major victory. Yeah, John, no amount of humidity, wind, rain, or trees falling down could stop John Rahm this weekend. After play had to be postponed on Saturday due to inclement weather, Rahm had to play 30 holes on Sunday to overcome Brooks Kepka, who was at the top of the leaderboard by four strokes at the start of the day. Rahm gained two strokes while finishing the third round, then capitalized on Kepka's six bogeys in the final round to solidify the win, including this birdie on 14 to put him up four strokes. You know, he tucks it in. John Rahm to 12 under. That would be the final result for Rahm, 12 under. And he won the Masters by four strokes over Kepka. And yes, you are about to hear this right. Phil Mickelson. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> no, quick side note here, John. Mickelson, who is 52 years old, matched the lowest score of the tournament with his 65 on Sunday, and he's the oldest runner-up in Masters history. You know, Live Golf is going to take that as a big W right there. But mm-hmm. back to Rom. His victory seemed to be written in the stars as it came on the birthday of his idol, the late Seve Ballesteros, and on the 40th anniversary of Ballesteros's second Masters win. Here's what Rom said about his golfing idol after being awarded the green jacket. It's history of the game is a big, big part of, of why I play and, and one of the reasons why I play and, and Seve being one of them. So for for me to get it down on the 40th anniversary of his win, his birthday on Easter Sunday, is incredibly meaningful. And to finish it, Rom's Masters win marks his fourth win of the year, and he reclaims the number one ranking in the world, a position he held before dropping out of the Players Championship with a stomach bug back in early March. We also want to mention that Sam Bennett, the 23-year-old amateur who made headlines for his excellent play, finished two under, tying for 16th. 
And Tiger Woods, who made his 23rd consecutive cut at the Masters, he withdrew from the tournament before the final round after re-aggravating a foot injury. Turning to basketball, the NBA play-in tournament is set after a drama-filled final day of the regular season on Sunday, especially in the Western Conference, John. So many moving parts going into Sunday, (laughs) Tiff. But now we have some clarity. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers are the number seven seed in the West after they beat the Utah Jazz 128 to 117 on Sunday. LeBron naturally led the way with 36 points, six rebounds, and six assists. Here's King James hitting his eighth three of the game. Mm. Logo three. You bet. LeBron puts him to sleep. 36 points. In his final game of year 20 in the regular season. In the first game of the Western Conference play-in, which is set for Tuesday evening, the Lakers will take on the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are the eighth Mm. seed in the West. The Wolves beat the Pelicans 113-108 on Sunday. But Tiff, things did not exactly go smoothly here for Minnesota. At one point, Kyle Anderson and Rudy Gobert, who are teammates, started jawing at each other on the sideline in the second quarter, which led to Rudy Gobert throwing a punch at Kyle Anderson. Oh. This is not what you want to see in a game. And I'll tell you what's interesting with that particular play right there, honestly. It's not the fact that a punch was thrown. It's the way that everybody responded to the punch. Right, right about Gobert right. like, Rudy, what are you doing? I got to kind of disagree with the announcer there. I think the significant part was the punch, but to each his own. <laughs> the Wolves decided to send Gobert home following the altercation. Team president Tim Connolly told ESPN that Gobert's conduct was, quote, unacceptable, and they're handling it internally. Gobert, he's handling it externally. He later issued an (laughs) apology on Twitter. And if all that wasn't enough, the Wolves also lost forward Jaden McDaniels. Tiff, you can't make this up. He's been a really important defensive piece for them, but he's out now after he reportedly punched a wall at halftime and broke his hand. So much punching. And by the way, the (laughs) Wolves won that game. Oh, my gosh. As for the other play-in game in the West, the 10-seed Oklahoma City Thunder will take on the 9-seed New Orleans Pelicans on Wednesday. Loser goes home. Winner advances to play the loser of the Lakers-Wolves game, which I hope but cannot promise will feature far less punching. (laughs) Oh, my God. Seriously, maybe we should get them Rock'em Sock'em Robots to get their aggression (laughs) out in a more healthy way. (laughs) As for the Eastern Conference play-in matchups, the seven-seed Miami Heat will face the eight-seed Atlanta Hawks on Tuesday, while the nine-seed Toronto Raptors will take on the 10-seed Chicago Bulls on Wednesday, John. Now to the U.S. women's national team. On Sunday, U.S. soccer confirmed forward Mallory Swanson suffered a torn patella tendon over the weekend and will likely miss the World Cup this summer. This is a massive bummer for her and the team, Tiff. Yeah, John, Swanson has been red hot for the U.S. women, having scored seven of the team's 16 goals so far this year. No other player has scored more than twice. But on Saturday, she was carted off the field during a 2-0 win in a friendly match against Ireland. And immediately they're calling for the stretcher to be brought onto the field here. It's that waving of the hand that always is a player you look at and go, you know. As Swanson was being carted off, she held up her hands in the shape of a heart. So hoping she's okay. U.S. soccer has not given a timetable for her return, but recovery for a torn patella tendon can be anywhere from six months to a year. 
that would likely mean that Swanson will miss the World Cup, which begins in July. Replacing her on the U.S. squad for the team's current training camp will be Alyssa Thompson. Thompson was the number one pick in the 2023 NWSL draft, becoming the youngest draft pick in league history. She's made two appearances so far with Angel City FC, scoring in her debut, and made her senior national team debut in October at just 17 years old, the youngest member of the squad since Sophia Smith in 2017. So this is a tremendous opportunity for an up-and-coming star in Alyssa Thompson, but the U.S. is certainly going to miss the 24-year-old Swanson. Yeah, I'm excited to see Alyssa Thompson, but I wish it didn't happen this way, Tiff. Mm -hmm. U.S. Women's National Team's next friendly will be on Tuesday, April 11th for a rematch against Ireland, and they begin their World Cup group play against Vietnam on July 21st. Moving to the NHL, the Boston Bruins beat the Philadelphia Flyers 5-3 to on Sunday. And in the process, they made hockey history, John. Yeah, they did it, Tiff. That oh, yeah. win over the Flyers was the Bruins' 63rd victory of the season, which is a new NHL record. Boston moves past the 95-96 Detroit Red Wings and the 2018-19 Tampa Bay Lightning, both of which topped out at a mere 62 victories. Slackers. <laughs> In Sunday's record book win, the Bruins got a hat trick from David Pasternak. Here's his third, which was the 60th of his season and the 300th of his career. St. Louis, and here we go on a 2 1 break. Pasternak, Bertuzzi, Pasternak scores! Trick number 60 on the season, number 300 in the career of David Pasternak. Holy jumping! What a moment this is! What a moment this is, and what a season this is for the Bruins, Tiff. Mm -hmm. They were the fastest team to win 50 games in NHL history and the fastest to reach 100 points. They have a monster plus 124 goal differential. Wow. I didn't think that was real. I had to relook it up. <laughs> Tiff, the next best in that category are the Edmonton Oilers at plus 61. So the Bruins oh have gosh. basically doubled them up in that category. They're destroying everybody this season, which a little bit surprising considering they came in with somewhat modest expectations. You'll remember that they had 107 points last season and lost in the first round of the playoffs. So to go from that to total domination is really something. <laughs> And Tiff, not done yet. Okay. The Bruins are sitting on 131 points. The all-time NHL record is 132, set by the Montreal Canadiens back in the 70s, which means with two games left in their regular season, the Bruins have a good chance to break yet another record. Amazing. John, mm -hmm. the Bruins can tie or break the record on Tuesday against the Washington Capitals. And if they miss out on points in that one, they'd have one more opportunity to break the record in their regular season finale on Thursday against... Fittingly, the Montreal Canadiens. All right, we wrap up today's episode, and I'm very excited about this one, with Minor League <laughs> Baseball, where over the weekend, we were treated to something we may never see again. The Reds' double-A team, Chattanooga, got no hit. And yet, somehow, Tiff, they won the game 7-5. to five. Where to begin with this one, John? Mm -hmm. So the team that threw the no-hitter was the Angels' double-A team, Rocket City. Three different pitches for Rocket City combined for the no-no, so they had to be feeling good about that, except, mm, no, no, nice. they were not. <laughs> Chattanooga scored all seven runs in the same inning, which featured five walks, four batters hit by pitches, an error, and for good measure, a wild pitch. Here's Rocket City dropping a fly ball to center that allowed Chattanooga to score three of those runs. 
Swung, lifted into center, deep, back on it goes Jackson. Trailing, he's there, he's, oh, he dropped it! And two runs, three runs are gonna score, and Chattanooga takes the lead, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, wow, what a mess. But what an instant classic. Uh (laughs) I think you're right, John. We probably won't ever see this again. Probably not. But Tiff, I'm very glad that we did because it Uh led me to discover what Rocket City's nickname is. Are you ready for this? Give it to me. Let's go. The Trash Pandas? That's a real name. Tiff, the logo is a raccoon, a.k.a. a trash panda, in a rocket-powered trash can. (laughs) They may have lost that game, Tiff. But the Trash Pandas have won my heart. Oh my gosh. Minor league mascots are truly the winners of baseball. The best. (gasps) All right. Well, that is it for us today. From Wondery, I'm Tiff Oshinsky. And I'm John Gonzalez. Thanks for listening, all you Trash Pandas. (laughs) Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Lead ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. And before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of sighs guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex.io.